Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You too could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice of the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner. Alex, you're built like you ate a tire. Fuck! <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh my god! <laughs> Hello and welcome to the 33% Majority. This is a talk show where you'll find three friends each fighting for their 15 minutes of fame. And I'm your host, happy boy, Tom Hutchinson. (laughs) Alex, that's you. Is it? Is this the bit where I... Oh my god. Uh, Yeah, Alex. Alex is late for this. Sure has been a day. Okay. No, I think you'll find I'm the host, handily handsome host, Alex Springthorpe. Wrong again, right on cue, it's me, your host, Ashley Hall. Good work, boys. We got through it in the <laughs> we end. We did it. We got there. I'm going to pretend like I didn't bollock up the intro the first time around and that I did it in one. In the famous words of Limp Biscuit, it's just one of those days. It's all about the he said, she said bullshit. bullshit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. think you better quit talking that shit. You'll be, be leaving with, with a fat, fat lip. lip, Lord. We're threatening this. This is a violent <laughs> episode. Um, so, on the subject of limp biscuits, I'd like to talk to you both today about the importance of teachers. Oh fuck me! Ow, Jesus, ow, my neck! Did you get whiplash from that? Whiplash from jumping into a segment quite so early on. Simmer your shit down, Ashley. Well, I, I saw the opportunity. I saw Limp Biscuit as the prime example of a good adult, but I'd like to start before that by asking, how are we? <laughs> how are we? How are we, Wolf? Yeah, do you know what? I'm, I'm good, thanks, Ash. How are you, mate? I'm across the room, sorting out my plug. Hang on. <laughs> are you, like, away from your microphone? <laughs> I'm back at my microphone. Can we leave that in? Uh, uh, yeah, no, I'm really good, thank you. A bit scattered today, but how, yeah. how, uh, how's Alex? Yep. Pretty, pretty much here. <laughs> Fuck it. Pretty, pretty okay. much recording a podcast today. You say that. Um, yeah, usually we start with an anecdote. Has anybody got one? Um, has anybody done anything? No. I had a shouty, a shouty shout at a man on the bus today, if that's the oh, thing. Oh, yeah? What did you do wrong? Yeah. Well, no, uh, it wasn't me for once. <laughs> Um, so I was on the okay. bus this morning. It was it was we were chilling, big chilling on the way to work, and then I take two buses. So I get the first bus to the first place, and then the second bus to the second. I was going to name names, but I realised that some people on the internet are creepy, so I'm not going to do that. Uh, but yeah, essentially, I got the first bus, no problems. Uh, a guy three seats across from me is coughing, and I'm like, okay, man, that's fine. You know, you're wearing your mask, you're doing your best, you got to get to work. Maybe you smoke. So anyway, the next bus comes and we get on that one and he sits behind me and coughs and I feel it on the back of my neck. Oh, no. (laughs) We don't like that. Oh, dude, it was just out of nowhere. And I fully like took a second and thought, am I going to say something about this? Yes. (laughs) Yes, I am. So I stood up. Listen here, you yucky man. I stood up, turned around, was like, hey, man, did you just cover your mouth when you coughed? And he went, yeah. I went, well, not very well, because my neck's wet. (laughs) (laughs) And then he was just like, he was like, oh, you should move seats then. And I was just like, no, mate. You're, you should move seats. This feels like the a particularly long setup for an urban what the frictionary. Yeah, this is uh, and the word and the word of the day is prick. <laughs> <laughs> In Urban Dictionary, it's a picture of that man on the bus with his arm half over his face as he chokes up his breakfast onto the back of my fucking head. I was really mad about it, but mm. I think I've calmed down now. On a related note, uh, I actually went out for for a few drinks um, back in back in Lincolnshire with with my partner and um, her brother, um, which was nice nice to see him. And uh, we went into one of the most repulsive establishments that there are in Lincolnshire, and I, I won't name the names, 
And anybody who knows the, the Bourne area of Lincolnshire will immediately know what establishment I'm talking about. Um, I don't. I don't, and, Tommy. Drop a minute. Drop, tell, tell the people, okay. tell the masses. Tell me. I can get rid of it. I can get rid of it. Like he's going to go out there and kill the bar you're talking about. Set fire to it. <laughs> <laughs> that, pub, that pub will burn down tomorrow and I will be in the papers and it won't have been me. I'm not excited to see your name in the news for once. <laughs> I thought I would be, but it turns out I'm not. I was in, I was in the um, the bad pub. And Alex, you can bleep that out, maybe. Uh-huh. I don't know. Um, and I was stood uh, at the bar waiting to get a drink. And as I just stipulated, horrible establishment, horrible clientele. Um, I had my arms crossed, just sort of like you know waiting. And so you make yourself look hard as nails. Yeah, just absolutely fucking. Well, he does it so the, the hem of his jacket lifts up, and you can see his uh, his rifle hanging into his trousers. <laughs> see his gun. That's not a pistol. It's a full size gun, and he just hangs it on the inside of his leg. Packing major firepower. He has to, he has to walk like a pirate with a with like a wooden leg because he has to keep the, he can't bend his knee because the rifle barrel is right down that trouser leg. It's a flintlock from the fucking Revolution. <laughs> <laughs> He's got that and he's got eight pouches of gunpowder hanging around his he's waist. Got, he's got to wear flares. <laughs> yeah, that's the one. He's, got, he's just got a road flare gun. Uh, just hanging. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Tom. Okay. Um, and anyway, the guy uh, stood to my left. Um, so I'm like, I'm, I'm, my arms are crossed. And so my, my right hand is under my left arm, right? So like my arm's basically like in my armpit kind of thing. And somehow this guy manages to sneeze on my fucking hand. Oh. <laughs> like, even though my arms are crossed. That's not perfect. I'd, yeah. Fuck. It's the opposite of good. It's a non-positive. Um, yeah. Well, both of you have done anecdotes now. So um, uh, earlier this... Alex um, sneezed on a guy on the bus. Uh, <laughs> I when I and then and what happened after was so I did and and after that you know yeah cool good I yeah. don't know if your signal anyway. dropped out there but if the, if you actually <laughs> recorded that bit that's pretty impressive did, if you were what like what did you think so good story yeah or it's not good. good story yeah good story. you say good words Alex man I think the moral of that story well, is uh, probably like get better signal grow really. up. Don't yes. fucking ear my moral, a, moral A classic dilemma. Ashley prank. Yep. He knows now and he does it on porpoise. <laughs> I do it whilst riding a dolphin. <laughs> oh, I do it on porpoise. Oh, do a podcast then, <laughs> Ashley. I'm ready now. I'm warmed up. Cool. So anyway, back to my really smooth fucking intro. On the subject of Limp Biscuit, uh, I'd like to talk to you about good teachers and people that have given you things in your life that you wouldn't be happy with other- otherwise, you know? Without Limp Biscuit, how would I know that if I have a chainsaw, I can rip your ass raw? Ash, I'm really sorry. Um, you start. You said Limp Biscuit, and I just, I really just tuned out. Sorry. What the fuck did you say? What was your segment? He wants to know about good teachers. He wants to know people that have taught you good thing. And Fred Durst taught me all about moving in, moving out, hands up, and hands down, backing up, and then backing up some more. And he also taught you what you're going to do now. Well, I just kept rolling, 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 rolling what? So that's what Fred Durst taught me. Thanks, Fred Durst. You're the people's hero. Fred. So that's my segment. Thanks, Fred, basically. No, good teachers uh, and what they can bring to to childhood. So aside from, I don't mean like good as in they know the subject and they give you the information, like good as in efficient. I mean good as in every child every person i've spoken to had one experience with a teacher or with an adult when they were young that was so wholesome or so good that they remember it um like i remember one so vividly it was 10 years ago and i only thought about it the other day for the first time in a long time i had an english teacher who knew that i really liked poetry and after lesson like i'd be in trouble I'd get in shit, and she'd be like, Ashley, can you stay behind? I'd stay behind. She'd give me a light bollocking, and then she'd ask me about what I thought about the poetry of the day. <laughs> she would do Because it I wouldn't... <laughs> she would reel off your punishment <laughs> in a great rolling soliloquy. <laughs> she would sprinkle some iambic, iambic pentameter onto your detention slip. <laughs> she will get iambic on our asses. 
Okay. Uh, no, but yeah, she she took me aside after lessons and instead of giving me like a full bollocking, she'd give me half a bollocking and then ask me what I thought about the, the lesson and ask me what I thought about the subject because I wouldn't answer. Like in class, I wouldn't. I just wouldn't talk because I was nervous as a kid. Mm. And like that gave me the confidence to like, have an opinion. Yeah, with your example specifically, poetry is one of those. When you're in a classroom full of people, it's, it is quite a vulnerable thing to discuss because poetry is emotive. So I can understand wanting to keep quiet. I, in school, had a, a big old loud mouth, though, so I would have just said something about how it reminded me of testicles. Yeah. Which is why you're the better poet. <laughs> I've um, I've just remembered, Alex, of uh, a teacher who whose name we won't you can't say. Steal my, you can't steal my story, because I have a story about this exact same teacher. <laughs> I know exactly who you're about to talk about. But it's our story. You can okay. definitely use the teacher's name. Come on now. Credit where credit's due. My teacher was called Mrs. Maidstone, uh... And she was the bomb. Okay. Okay. Ours are not about. They're not. They're not to be as wholesome. I don't think. Oh, if he's going to get fired, probably don't. Yeah. <laughs> Can you make up a cool name for him? Oh yeah, our good friend Clinton. No, I know Alex, Mister Enemy. <laughs> That's his real name, you fool. <laughs> yeah. That's a very inside Deep joke. Cut. I'm glad Alex laughed. Deep Sorry, Ash. We'll explain off air. Yeah. Uh. Let's just take it in turns then, Alex, because it mostly relates to you, but I, I don't know how much of the story you wish to relay. So if you want to tell the first part and... Only my closest friends know about this story uh, and all the listeners of this podcast are my closest friends. So take take it away, Tommy, mm. as, you, as you recall it. Okay, so Alex was going through a tough time and... Alex, if you want to re- re- sort of elaborate there, feel free. No, no, Tom, you t- Tom. Tom, can you tell my story? This hi, my name's Alex, and this is my story. Explicit details allowed? Uh, not the incriminating ones, but like the the juicy ones, the ones that make the story fun. Yeah. Ah, oh, but you see, I don't know how to like tell. To, okay, I don't know how to get. I don't know. You just start it. You got to start it off. You got to do the worst part. I can't say okay. those words. Okay, Tom's a coward. Once upon a time. I did a foster care and it was far away and not good. Yeah, okay, that's a good way to put it. So and I and I was there because of reasons. Mm. And that and those are all of the juicy details that I told Tommy to tell, but he was too frightened to do. I'd like to, to so. interject uh, and say that because Alex has now told us that he was in foster care, I think less of him as a person. Don't we all <laughs> Sure, uh, all the listeners do too. <laughs> that is no... Listeners, if you're here still, if you've not left in disgust... No, uh, that's like a perfectly normal thing. Like, you both said that like it was like... I thought you were about to say, like, Alex fucking... I don't know, ate somebody. No, no, no. Like, the, the, the cause of the foster care was the part in which I wasn't sure whether or not I should say. Anyway, we'll move on from that. Alex was in foster care, having a pretty rough time of it. Um, and... I was and hope I still am his best friend. And yeah, sorry, Ash. Um, yeah, fuck so you, it's Ash. okay. I'm already killing myself. <laughs> um, <laughs> anyway, uh, Mr. Enemy, as we'll call him, uh-huh. pulled us into his um, his office and basically gave Alex and I what we came to refer to as the a little, little shit pass. pass. We got little shit passes. And what that essentially meant was that all of the naughty things that we did when we were sort of 15, 16 year olds, mm-hmm. like smoking, because it was like, so like fucking cool. Like cigarettes. Yeah. And like not going to lessons because we were really cool. Doing um, skateboard stunts. Yeah. In the school. What's um, sad is you're saying we- being cool, ironically, but I still do all those things. Uh, <laughs> pretty fucking pretty fucking embarrassing on my part like you're like saying like oh because we thought we were cool i'm here like fuck i knew i was wrong those teenagers at the skate park lied to me <laughs> um yeah and anyway we were basically told that anytime we were caught doing any of the the naughty acts that we were known to partake in we were just to tell that said teacher to bring us to Mr. Enemy um, and all would be absolved. And it was the coolest few months of my schooling life, yeah, really. It, it, don't get me wrong, it made the foster care easier because I didn't have to worry about my 
childlike emotional outbursts of rage and fury where I need to storm off and go and do a cigarette and a cool skateboard stunt just to cool myself down. It made those things a lot easier. Um, yeah. Mr. Enemy did teach me a very valuable lesson, uh, and I'll tell my my story as well. Like I knew exactly who you were about to talk about because I had my own story about Mr. Enemy. Mm. Um, around the same time, this teacher... He taught me something magical and he inspired me because what he did was he bought me a pack of 20 fags and gave me a tenner, which may have been grooming, but also was really helpful at the time. (laughs) But what that taught me was, and it is a lesson that has gone on to enrich my life even to this day, it is not Mm. what you know, it is who you know. And I knew Mr. Enemy and he had my shit. That is fucking gospel. Yeah. Yeah, very kind of man. It applies to this day. As soon as you leave school, isn't A levels happening? Like A levels have happened now. People have got their A levels. Just don't even fucking worry about it. Don't even fucking stress it. It's not worth the fucking energy. (laughs) Honestly, worry about it. Also, like, just fucking lie. No, don't do that. That was a joke. But no, like fucking. Tom I've... did really well in school. Tom's got so many grades. Me and Ashley, we don't. And look at the podcast; we're all on together. See, doesn't matter. Tom yep. is just as low achieving as we are. Just think, no matter how well <laughs> or how bad you do in your in any qualification, at the end of the day, you can always start a. Averagely successful <laughs> podcast. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Keep in mind, if you fuck up, if you don't do well, you'll end up in a podcast. But also, if you do too well, if you do too well, you might end up in a comedy podcast. Uh, we are thirty-three percent stakeholders in an internationally renowned audio show. And who else can say mm. that, really? A lot of people. There's a lot uh, of fucking podcasts. I was, I was about to interject with, like, anybody that has a YouTube video on YouTube with more than three views. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Have we all uploaded videos to YouTube? Ash, have you ever uploaded to YouTube? No. Absolutely not. Uh, really? I'm not fucking cool. So 66.66% of us have done. Whoops. I'm on YouTube. But Who like, do you think of the three of us has got the most views on YouTube just from Alex, videos Alex. uploaded in the last 10, min- 10 years? 10 minutes! <laughs> I'm vlogging now! <laughs> the last 10 Alex is live on YouTube. If you want to watch him shower later, you can. Wait, Alex. Um, I-, I was actually thinking, to be fair, about your YouTube channel today, and I came up with like a really good intro for you to- for you to use on, you- on your YouTube channel every single time. Oh, yeah. Are you ready? Uh-huh. Brainstorming this for ages, by the way. Yeah, 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 um, yeah, yeah. It goes... Intro of redness, then darkness, then whiteness. Like, thought that would be like really cool. That I think that's quite a good one because what you could do is you could replicate that really easily every time by putting your like finger over the camera lens. Precisely, precisely. Um, Toby Turner, the alleged racist. What a reference! Not racist. I meant to say a <laughs> p in there instead of the c. Whoops. Oh, penist. He was. He was a Rapist. famous. Oh. Oh. Well, that I was not. I'm not going to make the joke. I'm going to make anymore. Yeah, don't. I do didn't that. know that. That was you took the joke right out of my mouth. <laughs> oh, must have been when you were kissing me. When I asked you not to. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Listeners, me and Alex have been in a relationship for some years now, and it's time you knew. Hmm. People don't take that seriously. Alex is so far above me, league-wise. Uh, I don't think we would even have a one-night stand. I don't, you know, I'm glad we're both dudes, and he's got a fiance, and I've got a beautiful partner. Didn't say anything about my fiance there. I said fiance. I, I fucking. I said your fiance. Yours was beautiful. beautiful. Mine was just my fiance. Say something. Say something lovely about Beth now, or she'll cry. Beth is by far and away the coolest human being that you've ever introduced me to. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> oh, thanks, Ash. You oh, shit! Dunking all over Tom today. <laughs> Didn't mean that, Tom. You're beautiful and kind. <sighs> but yeah, cool adults. I'm saving my own skin. I'm moving away. Cool adults. Ash, can I? No, 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 I don't know. No, let's not get into this topic, shall we? I don't. Yeah, I was oh. going to say I've got no fucking horse in that race. I don't want to get involved. Oh, no, 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 no. no. We don't want to talk about this. <laughs> Alex, 
say, you're putting your foot in a real fucking bear trap right there. You better, you better step on back. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> yeah, let's not talk about it. And by not talk about it, I mean proceed to talk about it more. Let's go. In, let's go deeply into this subject and talk. No. Um, call it on a on a serious note. Call adults. I I've been thinking all day. When you're a kid, a year of your life is like, if you're 10, it's one-tenth of your life. So a day feels a lot longer. And that sense of time transposes directly onto what you think of people's behaviours towards you. Because if 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 somebody sits you on the fucking naughty step for a day and you're you're six years old... That's a day of not a full day, obviously, like like three hours or whatever. And I'm a, a dark look into my childhood there. But <laughs> <laughs> so let, let, let's math this. Let's math this out. That there's there's sums we can do here. So six times three hundred sixty-five. If you're a six-year-old, you've been alive for two thousand one hundred ninety days. So if, if okay, this is where my numbers become not good. Um, one day as a percent of two thousand one hundred ninety years, Tom, with your grades. No, actually. <laughs> One out of 2,190. Listeners, if you didn't do well in your exams, remember you won't be able to do this math either in like five years' time. I'm just saying. Your school shit, yeah, you ain't going to remember it. 0.05%. If you set a six-year-old on the naughty step for a full day of their life, that would be 0.05% of your life. Absolutely, and then compare that to like a twenty-five-year-old, a, a day of oh, your life. Fuck me. More don't don't actually do the maths. Don't actually do I'm the maths. People, people understand. Christ, sixty-five. I'm sure you could just Google this, Alex, and somebody figured it out. Pretending to do maths on a podcast. It's, it's come five, to this. It would feel like five times as long. Yes, precisely. It, yeah. Yeah. That's the, so that's the imagine, as an adult, if somebody said to you, "Hey, you're fucking annoying." And then, you know, as an adult, you'd brush that off because you deal with that shit like all the time. But as a kid, if somebody says, hey, you're annoying, that shit sticks. But if you're a kind mm-hmm. adult and you let a kid talk, if they say, hey, what's your favorite dinosaur? And rather than going, I haven't got time, you go, oh, it's a stegosaurus. Why? What's yours? Like, it takes no, it takes nothing for us as adults and other people as adults to Small just be nice. things matter more to kids, don't they? Yeah, absolutely yeah. they do. It's an incredible thing. It's a superpower, I'm telling you. Just being friendly. Like, the idea that you can't be kind to other people. You know when you're at the, I'm at the skate park quite often still, because I'm a sad adult. But, like, if a, kid, <laughs> if a kid comes down on a skateboard and can't skate, and they're with a parent, I will walk up to the parent and be like, hey, your kid's struggling. I could skate. Can I, like, can I go over and teach your kid some, you know, how to actually be safe so he doesn't hurt himself? I have to ask the parent's permission. It used to be, when I was, like, 15, I could just walk up to a nine-year-old and be like, hey, man. You're not doing great. Here's what you need to do with your feet. Yeah. As an adult, I can't do that now. Yeah, but as an adult, I I I can't do it. Before before I sadly sold it, whenever I rode my motorbike around and there was a child that would point and wave, you just give him a little rev. Just vroom, vroom, hello, child. And the glee and excitement and joy, well, that does carry on into like the early 30s. If you see a man on the street and they point at your motorcycle, you (laughs) Yeah, I've I've done that before. They are overjoyed, but... Yeah, it doesn't take much to to make a kid's day, does it? Not at all. No, and like what I tend what I tend to do is when I've got like loads and loads and loads and loads and loads of spare lollipops like in my pockets for no reason at all, oh, and I oh, pass a, okay. pass by a kid. No, Tom, can't yeah, I just like to give. Nope. Uh uh-uh. uh. Okay. No. Nope. I can hear the oh, danger not, zone not playing a... in the background. To do that one anymore. No scary undertones. Because, actually, we're only saying you can't do it now because of diabetic kids. Oh, I see. Right, okay. <laughs> so you were you were really thinking into that, but actually Alex is just looking out for people's, you know... Uh, are they gluten-free lollipops, is the question. Yeah, are they are they free-range? Vegan-friendly. Free-range. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I waited for that one so patiently to sink in there. I was like, wait for it. It's coming. Yep. <laughs> You're an actual idiot. I like my... I like my lollipops meaty. I, I I don't like that sentence very much at all. The coolest thing about being an adult for me, in like a major way, is getting to be that cool adult. Is getting to offer, you know, like I have a house, I rent it for sure. But if I know somebody's not having a great time, I could be like, hey, do you, do you need to come over? Do you, do you want a safe space to be where I can just leave you in a room, you can hang out, watch TV, or, you know, we can actually mm. talk about things. Being able to offer a space or offer my time or even just offer a kind word, a compliment or a smile 
is one of the greatest things about being an adult. And I would argue it's the only thing, really, that salvages the experience for me. Because it's not great. Zero out of ten on TripAdvisor. So to paraphrase, you enjoy the fact that you get to be the adult that you wished you were surrounded by as a, as a yeah. child. Yeah, be the adult you needed yeah. when you were a child. That's the that's the breakup. That's the come down yeah. to it. Yeah, that's just part of the human experience though, isn't it? That's, yeah. You are always you need to always aspire to be the person you needed. Mm. And now to just make sure we keep it as wholesome as humanly possible for the rest of the podcast, shall we um try and guess the definition of smutty words from uh, Urban Dictionary? Yeah, that sounds nice and Christian. You know what? That sounds perfect. Have you got any nice like jingly music that you can play for us, Tom? Yep, I'll play that funky fat beat right now. Listeners, this is uh, a segment between segments called Urban... What the frick, Shinery? Oh, a lot of stank that time. That was a stanky one, Tom. Well done. The stankiest. Um, In this segment, what we do is we take random Urban Dictionary entries and we try and guess the definition of them before revealing so. Um, First one today, guys, is manstand. So it's like (laughs) handstand, but instead of hands... It's man. Is okay. it where Jeffrey Dahmer keeps his coats? Oh, okay. Right. <laughs> I don't I've got the right serial killer. Is he the guy that <laughs> is he the guy that made belts out of skin? Because if he is, that was a really good joke. If he's not, that was a waste. Yeah, good work. Mm. I don't Murder, know, actually, but I like you, so good job. Aw, good guys. work, buddy. They specified the gender. Mm. <laughs> Which makes me think it's probably got something to do. <sighs> with the penis. It's penile-based, yes, given it's, that it's Urban Dictionary. Yeah. So it's either something to do with the penis standing up, or it's the way a man stands, because he's got one, I think. Yeah. Is man standing? I have a question. Is it when you use your penis as a hat stand? Which we've all done, don't lie. <laughs> don't lie to me. For one night and one night only, my fedora wore a my penis wore a fedora um, and greeted everyone with "Milady." Milady yep. had a lovely orange glow as the Cheeto dust reflected the light. It was great. Ooh. Your penis yeah, always wears a sexy. hat, anyway, though, Ashley. Y- yes, I've not fo- I've not been fo- <laughs> circumcised. Thank you for that. Deforeskinned. <laughs> <laughs> no, you are not deforeskinned. You are oh just foreskinned. I-, I was about to say reforeskinned. <laughs> yeah, they took, it, they took it off, but in my 20s, I asked for it back. It's it's a snug fit now, but... <laughs> to be honest, I wonder whether you can. <laughs> does does being a rabbi pay well? No, but you can keep the tips. <laughs> oh, gross. Is it anything to do with that? Wow. No, probably no it's not. Shall we find out? Uh, have we made a guess? I, I think it's using your penis to hold something on, or it's holding your partner upside down whilst they choke on your penis. Oh, that's okay, fucking lovely. gross. I... Yeah, it's probably fucking that. I'm angry mm. about it, but it's probably that. <laughs> I think it's, you know, that film Dodgeball or like mm, something else. I think it's got Will Ferrell in it where they talk no. about doing like cock push. No, 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 no. It's um, Tenacious D and they talk about doing cock push-ups. Um, and I'm wondering whether or not it's like a cock handstand. Like... You know, yeah, that implies. actually, I'm here for that. Okay, Alex, your guess? If it's not that, it's mine. Oh, it's it's Ashley's one where it was horrible and heinous, and I don't want I don't want to hear it with my ears. It's that one probably because okay. it's on Urban Dictionary. Are we ready? Yes. Born slippery and ready. Oh dear, we went totally the we like if the stop for the correct uh, Urban Dictionary <laughs> was like where my phone is, we were like. I don't know, probably two countries over. Um, so the man stand is the act of a man standing outside of a shop while his girlfriend, oh. wife, partner shops inside. Man standing oh. involves looking into space at other women or in the case of multi-story shopping centres, leaning over the railings of an upper floor to watch the people below. Bar the watching other women bit, that was much more wholesome than what than what we said. Mm. And, and we yeah. should, The n- next time around... I'm going to find the most wholesome definition for it because I feel ashamed of us now. Yeah. No, I like that. I like that. From now on, we only guess clean and we'll never be right, just for but the, it'll be just nice. Just for this show, just to balance it out. No, no. Every show from here on out, I'm committing. Cool. 
Okay, so maybe actually, in essence, like future episodes, I'll do an urban what the frictionary, and then you can do an urban I love this bar and grill thing. Shitionary. Uh, no, I was trying to get something I, that I was love, like airy. I love my co-hosts, question mark. <laughs> and on that note, I... Yep. So last week I told tale of the horrific journeys and ventures I've had in my car that I'd owned, at the time, owned for a week, but had for three days because it had to go back to the dealership. Well, updates, boys. I got it back Ooh, from the dealership. Okay. They'd made their repairs. Hey! Well done. Well... 25% of the repairs they told me they'd do. The other ones they told me they'd done just hadn't. Boo. It's back in the garage. Ah, Woo. Good work, buddy. I love that they didn't even do the things, though. Like That's the fucking, that's the clinch for me. That that <laughs> will, that upsets me because it's like, oh, yeah, we, we did the thing. And it's like, what, you think I'm too fucking stupid to check? It, side note, mm. yeah, we, we'll dive down this rabbit hole, hole momentarily. It needed a couple of different bits. And one of the bits was a replacement boost control solenoid. Located right at the front of the engine bay with no covers on it or anything. It's just right there. Um, And it meant meant the car kept going into limp mode, so I could only do 50 miles an hour, which isn't fast enough to get to the places I want to go and the times I want to get there at the times I want to leave. Miserable, basically. So they said they'd done it, and they were adamant they'd done it. And I was saying, but you haven't, though, because it's back in limp mode, and I've looked under the bonnet, and I can see it's an old part. It's literally dirty. <laughs> and they were like, yeah, no, it's definitely been done. Actually, no, I changed my mind. Take it to a garage. Um, They've got the chocolate milk so- around their mouth, and they're like, no, we didn't drink it. <laughs> I can quite easily prove that you haven't done it, because it's here, and it's old, and it's broken, and it's on my car. Can you prove that you have done it? Uh, I mean, Mr. Springthorpe, no, not really. Because it hasn't been done. It's like when your mum asks you to take the chicken out of the freezer and it's still rock solid when she gets exactly. home. And you yeah. say, yeah. No, I, and I, like, no, I, took I took it out, it out earlier, ago. 100%. Much like the colour of my car, I caught them red-handed. Well, <laughs> wow, is good is that comedy there. Yeah. But mm-hmm. I realised yeah. I could have avoided all of these issues if I'd just read the reviews of the dealership. Because they're not great. Ah. Um, Are you going to read some? No, I didn't want to do a disservice to our listeners. So I thought it's probably about time we review each other so they know what they're getting in for. So that we they, mm-hmm. you know, don't expect one thing and get another thing. We need to be open and honest and review each other. Okay. Um that was a good that was a good segue into that by the way. Like I just thank want you. to congratulate you on finding the route to that segment. Well done. Thank you very much. It's nonsense. <laughs> welcome welcome to nonsense time. Um who of the three of us is the best value for money? Oh, probably me. I'm the cheapest. I think Ash. Yeah, I think Ash has got the lowest running costs. Ash is the handiest as well, yeah. I'm low maintenance as fuck, mate. If you put me in a room with a mattress, I'm happy. I think Tommy. Tommy spent too, too much time in the big city. He's now got expensive tastes for fancy wines. I am a city slicker now, yes. <laughs> He's all wines and cheeses, is our Tommy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And I don't know what it is about me, because there's no reason for me to be posh, but I kind of am. I buy Tesco finest mm. ready meals, and that just doesn't seem like it doesn't seem like great value for money. If as a consumer, I don't think you would want to choose me. You do drink spenny coffee as well, right? You you make a very special coffee. That's my only yeah. vice also though. Are we counting that? Because both me and Alex and Tom, I assume you're getting into it, right? You, that, that's something recently? Well, actually I I, I was and I even um you know, I bought a uh, a cafetiere, a French press, if that's Ooh. what you Cafetiere, because because you're posh, Thomas. <laughs> cafetiere, if you will. And I shall. <laughs> and I will. Uh, yeah, but that got lost <laughs> in the poo water. So really, you could you could you could recover it, and it'd still just look like a full cafetiere. Yes, a pooey cafetiere. <laughs> but that is a good segue <laughs> yeah. into the next segment of our review, which is fuel economy. Because mine's poor. Mine is the best. Mine is awful because what I do is I see a thing and I go, "Yes, that's probably edible," and then I prove it. I have had. Two cans of fizzy drink for food today. Oh, oh, okay, right. Maybe actually, you I'm might... low, low fuel economy. I don't need to eat. Like I'm fine. No, that's high fuel economy. <laughs> You're very good on fuel, by the sounds of things, Ashley. Maybe I'm in the middle then. Yeah, yeah, I'm. Yeah, you want to put low fuel in me? Don't put anything in me too, too fizzy or too. Don't put any alcohol in me either. I'm not. I don't work well mm. on that. Well, that's like the equivalent of putting diesel in a petrol. <laughs> yeah, literally. Feed me with greenery. Not that kind. <laughs> 
Um, I've I've got the metabolism of like some ethereal elder god to the point where <laughs> you can ply me full of anything and everything, and I, I won't gain an inch on my waistline. So if you if you need to get rid of, food, but how long until you're hungry again? Because by the sounds of things, Ashley, you can give him a single peanut and he'll make it last a week. Whereas <laughs> you give me six tons of peanuts and that's it. In 15 minutes, I've just eaten six tons of peanuts. Delicious, thank you. What time's dinner? Where do you fall in that sliding scale? Feast um, or famine, Tom? D- <laughs> <laughs> and no in between. Um, I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't. I never eat breakfast. Uh, I only eat lunch and dinner. You know, I'm for the most part actually really. I make my way through a day until tea time, just fueled by caffeine and and nicotine really so you run a lot better than yeah. i do though like i i have to have like other thing i have other additives like i have nicotine caffeine <laughs> and then other okay additives. so tom tom is a highly engineered probably german petrol engine very efficient <laughs> lots of things working very quickly together whereas ashley you are an old russian diesel engine you will go forever but you'll sound like a bag yep. of spanners doing yeah mm-hmm. i think you're on par and alex there. you you would be middle ground i think alex you'd be a volvo if you were a car i'm a volvo but i've got a hole in the side of the engine so anything you put in falls out immediately and i'm ready for and more you just yeah it just rips off the fumes I'm a bad, broken Volvo. I think you're an earth-destroying Volkswagen um, <laughs> that consumes fuel only to hurt the things that drive it. Uh, it consumes fuel what's, what's for nothing miles per but gallon? power. One, yes. What's your miles per <laughs> gallon? Yes, just one, please. I have them. <laughs> They're here somewhere. Uh, which, again, is an excellent segue into my next segment, which is build quality. Fuck. Uh, not me. I'll tell you that much. I've got steel plates. I've already had welding work, so... <laughs> Ash has got metal work in him. Tom's missing bits. <laughs> yep. Ash, do you Alex, know Alex, you're this? missing bits, because you, you've not got a foreskin, so... No, that's mod- modification, mate. That, that was for streamlining. That was for streamlining. <laughs> Speed, aerodynamics. <laughs> I can swim quicker now. <laughs> NASCAR! <laughs> Tom, what are you missing organ-wise? He's like Tom's like if you if you if you bought a chicken tikka masala and it came and the box was half empty that's what Tom is Tom are you missing organs No he's just missing a breast <laughs> <laughs> Alex that's fucking brutal I love that Tom are you missing half a titty no, 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 I'm not missing... No, I'm not... Mi- no, you, no, you misunderstood. I'm not missing half a tit. I'm missing... Oh, you're missing half your tits. No, 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 no. I'm missing one of them. Yeah, half of them. You're supposed to have yeah, two. Half. You've got to go okay, one. Missing half of them. Right. What, one less of two? Yeah, so... <laughs> Tommy's chest is a 50% majority. That, that's the one. Yep, it's going to start its own podcast soon. Don't, don't worry, guys. It's not some kind of sad uh medical story where he had to have it removed he was just born broken how's you born that way mm. alex picked up his titties and said mine thank you <laughs> delicious thank <laughs> you crunch 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 <laughs> straight through those <laughs> i i think mm. build quality wise i've probably got the best i uh, don't get me wrong like my knees hurt all the time all of my bones crunch and crack but, yeah, like, but you're solid as fuck. Yeah, I, there's a lot to me. It'd take a lot to knock me over. Whereas, like, a strong gust Listeners, would take me If you me ever bump out. into Alex, you'll know him because not only does he have, like, a. Alex, you have, a, like, a, a large presence in a room. He's, he's a big fella, but not just in, like, size, in character. Alex fills the room. When he walks in, he's got this big, fucking joyful energy, and it just. It's brilliant. Tom has the same thing where you, you, either one of you could walk into a party and the atmosphere would change based on you being there. You're both. Oh, bless your heart. Honestly, you're, you're, Alex, you Alex say, is a actually. is a presence in any room he is in, and Tom is the same. That's, oh, that's the loveliest thing you've ever said, Ashley. I don't have a segment about wholesomeness, but you get you get some stars for that. Time for a compliment for you, Ashley. Um, I think that you are one of the most caring people that I've ever met. Oh. You are very very selfless, and you oh, wow. tend to give more mental energy to thinking about others than you do yourself to a fault and i think that that's uh, your best quality I'm low efficiency it's all great Th- thank Wait, you so hang much on. You, tom I, are you I just trying to earn some extra sweet, stars but... hang on are you trying to earn extra stars on the review 
You little con artist. Tom's got the sticker peeler next to my board. You sneaky boy. Just being nice for wholesome points. Can't play the game like that, Thomas. Alex, you're built like you ate a tyre. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck! Oh my god! <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> Tom, you can't just say that to people! <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! I had to re-bite my mic because I was scared I was going to rupture somebody's fucking eardrum. Is that real? I'm not even mad. (laughs) You're so horrid. (laughs) Brilliant. Just the speed of it. Like just (laughs) felt like you eat a tire. That was fucking brutal. I love that. Thank you. That's that's the worst thing that's ever happened to me. <laughs> Alex just got murdered in front of a couple thousand people. I just got cyber bullied. <laughs> yeah, I just wanted to bring it back from the wholesomeness. I'm so sorry. I might have gone too le- like too far outfield. You did it, bud. Well, well done. No, you, <laughs> you really brought us back down to earth with that one. Yeah, sorry about that. Oh, it fucking hurts. Mm. Existing hurts right now. Have you guys ever seen... Um, Anyone be murdered as hard as that? No. That film, District 9. Oh, yes, I have. Yeah, fucking prawns. Yeah, so I'm built like a prawn, like from that film. That's fairly accurate. Yep. Um, Alex, of course, hasn't seen the Ash- film, so the burn sits behind. I look like said the Sloth if you hit him from behind with a shovel. Like all of his features <laughs> yeah, got pushed forward. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I look like the Michelin Man's shit cousin. <laughs> yes, you do. Um, I look like the Michelin Man after a puncture. It's pretty embarrassing. Google quick. <laughs> Are we going to do a roast episode soon or what? Because I've got some fucking ammo. Like, I'm trying to be wholesome in life. Yeah, it's called episodes one through whatever the fuck this is. Only if you're me, <sighs> you bastards. <sighs> no, actually, I think you'll find pretty much we all get it. Remember when Tom said I was getting It's fucking beautiful. <laughs> <sighs> sorry. Sorry, Alex. I need a minute. You. Honestly, that's... Yeah. You've ruined me, Tom. If it makes you feel better, just Google um, District 9 prawn, like the, the fish prawn. Just Google that. I, I said that's what I look like. I'm googling something too, but it's not that. I don't, Tom. This this man's too rugged to be you. I don't. No, 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 no. The prawn. Oh, is it because he's? Hey, Tom. Tom. Yeah. Yeah. Prawns aren't fish. They're crustaceans. Okay. Get get roasted, Tommy. <laughs> Burn. You just got got by the prankmeister. Did I say fish? Google Google prawn like the fish. Fish aren't prawns. You. Oh, I did say that. Ash Hall strikes again with a classic prank. This roast episode's going swimmingly. <sighs> Can I move on with my review now? Are we done? Can we be kind You're again? short on time, Maybe buddy. Not. You're oh. short on time, so I want to pick the speed up. How long yeah, have I got? You've got 1, 58, 57, 56 seconds. Okay. Um... I don't, uh, now the pressure's getting to me. I don't, You've got a minute. Be quick. I'm too hot. 48, I can't. 47. No, 46, you can't do this 45, to me. Um, 43. Okay. When, when buying a car, an important consideration is looks. Uh, I'll just bow out now, kids. Uh, I look like a French paedophile. <laughs> okay. Okay. Ash looks like the have you seen this man. <laughs> mm, he does, yes. Ash, you look a like police a crypt- sketch. Ash, you look like a cryptic, low-quality picture on the West Midlands Police Facebook page. I can't believe that just happened. So well, it's between me and Tom. Yeah, obviously. I'm also going to bow out because I think I look like... Um, my hair looks like Lego hair. That's fair. And- <laughs> That's a very fair observation. Tom, you do look like what would happen if Lego made the Milky Bar Kid. I was going to say, you look like you got yes. you look like the Milky Bar Kid got ran over by a steamroller. Oh, okay. I, I thought you were going to say that I was strong and tough, and only the best is good enough. <laughs> um. <laughs> 
So, ladies and gentlemen, your most handsome host, by default, Alex Brink. <laughs> yeah, the other two, dis- disqualified. I've got a beard, which just gives me a plus two to deception. Yeah, it's very true. If you shaved mm-hmm. your beard, you- you'd look like sloth from the Goonies. And a minus three to hygiene. There's <laughs> all sorts in it. All sorts of special I treats. Have, I have a moustache. Does that count? Ooh, a moustache is gross in Jimmy. Yes. Well, but not just That was my rendition. Because it's time for Urban... Uh, urban... What the frick? Shinari, again? <laughs> I need a moment to just reset. Just, I'm going to sit back. You guys figure it out. I need to cool off. I need to fan myself. That that last segment was a lot. <laughs> okay. I'm sorry. It was a good segment, by the way. It was a good Thanks. one. Um, the, the Urban What the Frictionary entry for this in-between segment is... Shexting. So that's texting, but instead of a T, it's an S and then a H. Shexting. Oh, I'm back. I'm back. Describing your shit whilst um, messaging no, no, no. someone. Ash, it's got to be wholesome now. It's got to be nice, oh. we said. Shexting. Um, complimenting Shex- somebody so much they orgasm. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Which is easily, easily done for me, by the way. That's like a whole thing for me. So uh, DM me compliments. Isn't shexting. It sounds like what you could... You would find a Shexting shotgun in like a farmer's gun locker. Definitely, it's a it's a manufacturer of something. The Shexting and Co. Shexting and Son. Okay, well, my my thought is that the S and the H stand for sweet, wholesome, uh-huh. and then texting. Sweet, <laughs> wholesome texting. Wholesome, Shexting. wholesome with a H. Yes, that's yeah, exactly. Because right. that's, that's how right. it's spelled. That's somehow worse. Because now it makes it sound sweet, like it's full of holes. Heartfelt. It's, Sweet, no, it's wholesome. No, it's wholesome. It's got to be wholesome. <laughs> no, it's wholesome, Tom. We've committed. <laughs> it's got to be wholesome. <laughs> I really fucking goof that one. Hey, out of, hey, out of, out of the three of us, who got an A in English language? <laughs> Me, but that's only because of Mr. Enemy. I, I had to give him some secret handshakes under the desk, but... <laughs> Alex didn't even do the exam. That guy just turned up and was like, hey, listen, he's really good at English. <laughs> he's so good. Okay, should we have the answer? <laughs> yeah, please. <laughs> okay, so shexting is... texting. You won't believe it. It's sweet, wholesome texting. <laughs> <laughs> it's texting your friends, loved ones, or even your annoying co-workers whilst you are taking a dump on the porcelain throne. Shitting plus texting equals shexting. So it was a shit text, but not shit as in the content, but you were doing it while shitting. I knew it! I prefer yours. Mm, me too, actually. <laughs> anyway, I'm a host now. Sorry, Alex. I've been feel oh, like a bit weird. Weird energy. Welcome to your host, fucker, and welcome to the weird energy we've created. Welcome to the yeah. Thunderdome, motherfuckers. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um. Yeah, I, just, I feel like it's. A, I'm, I'm just a bit of a downer now. Um. Do we need to reset? How do we reset the energy? No, no, no. Hang on. Before you dive in, let, let's let's get back up to. Back up to 100. Let's just t- let's just take a minute. I know. Oh. Let's just say some funny words quickly, okay? Uh, okay. Um, butt bag. Turnip. Boob holes. Wombat. Oh. Cream soda penis. Sody pop. Geranium. Anus. <laughs> Long wheelbase Mercedes Sprinter. <laughs> 1978 Honda CG125. Ah. DMC DeLorean 1, but with a bullsack on the back of it. Truck nuts on a DeLorean. <laughs> An army of Furbies that won't stop muttering the Lord's Prayer. Oh, I know. Hang on. Before, before we carry on just gently saying horrific things... Um, I had a thought. It's not a segment. It's just something that I thought we could maybe give a go. Because um, we've had our first sponsor. Oh! Who's that? It's just a, a small Etsy page called Hall and Ivy. Oh, yeah, shit! Oh, my God. Just thought maybe we could just do that. 
maybe we could just talk about that for a moment. Ash, you've been liaising with the brand manager there. Do you think maybe you could tell us some some salient bits of information regarding Hall and Ivy? For sure, for sure. Uh, Hall and Ivy on Etsy, Hall and Ivy on Instagram, and Hall and Ivy on uh, Facebook. Uh, They make bespoke jewellery, bespoke furniture, uh, they do rings, and when I say they, I mean me. It's me, I'm Hall, I'm the Hall in Hall and (laughs) Ivy, and the Ivy is just a nice word that I thought looked cool and posh on my emblem. Sue me, motherfuckers. Love it. Yeah, have a look at my Etsy, guys. I make cool shit. I don't want to suck my own dick too hard or break an arm jerking myself off, but I've gotten (laughs) relatively good at woodwork and steelwork in a very short period of time, and I'd like it if you just looked. Just poke your face at it. You guys should know from now, from listening to this podcast, we're not always kind to each other. We do we do say horrid things from time to time. I'm not going to just blow smoke up Ash's ass. If he made some shit stuff, I'd tell him. But no, guys, he does make some cool stuff. Please check it out. Just have a look, just because it's nice to look at. It's fun. It's really lovely. buy some of it, it is... do that if you fancy. But you definitely just go have a look, because it's cool. And also, he makes cool and stuff also, out of things. The, the great thing about Ashley as well is that he's also uh, very much able to do like custom jobs. And so if you want him to make something bespoke... Oh, 100%. I'm, I'm pretty certain he'll be able to do that. Yeah, and so, he will. Yeah. He can do it. Ashley he, can make whatever just you need. Thing. Nuclear reactors, he can do if them. I make you a new kidney for your, for your dying cat, um, oh, I've got it. Just okay. fucking DM me. That's not true. If it's made of if it's made of wood or steel or copper or brass, I'm your man. But um, organs wise, uh, I think Alex is probably the guy to go to. I can sort you some shit. I, I know a guy who knows a guy. Cool. Is that the energy reset? Have we done it? Are we feeling? Are we yeah. back in the room? Feeling good. Back in the podcast recording studio. I wanna, in, very quickly, I just want to yeah. say thank you for for that because that was really wholesome. You sweet boys. Oh, get fucked, yeah. you yeah. silly dick. Take it away, Tom. You sloth cunt. Um, so basically, fucking <laughs> 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 Tom. Savage back Back in the room It's all you baby boy Back in the room Okay basically What I wanted to do My segment on today Was a couple of my friends um, Alex you included Have recently gotten Or been for new jobs Gone to interviews And been to new jobs And I was hopeful That we could Come up with Sort of like a game plan For pretty much anybody To listen to and immediately know how to handle a job interview. Maybe we could also, just for ah. the listener's benefit, also throw out some, you know, trial questions, some mock interview questions to oh, give them an perfect. idea of what might come up. You know, just a general chit-chat about how to manage the process. This is right? a really consumer-centric episode of the 33% majority. Because mm, this is absolutely. just like a, I mean, a guide for any prospective job candidates. Just listen to this seg. And we'll teach you everything you need to know. And you will get the job, guaranteed it. Or message us and we'll refund you a year's wage of that job. <laughs> no, that's not true. Uh, disclaimer. That is the truth. <laughs> we are that confident. You will get this mm. job. And that's what you need to... That's how you That's how you need to open it. That's how you need to open every job interview. Is sit down and go, I have this job. Now. <laughs> Wishful thinking. Current. Self-fulfilling prophecy. Now I have it. Sorry, boss. Is this going to take too much time? I've got to get the Richardson account finalised by lunch. And then you walk out immediately and pick a desk. (gasps) I've got a really good idea. You just buy like a name badge for that company or make one (laughs) and you just start work. Don't even go to the fucking interview. Just start working. Just go in. Just sit down. Yeah. Yeah, walk into the office, sit down at a computer. Yes, but key point to sell it, you've got to arrange the interview. Yes. And you've got to book a time and then at the same time you've got to, you know, sneak in with your name badge, sit down. And then when your boss goes, hey, hang on, Rebecca, what are you doing here? You never showed up to my interview. And you go, boss, are you, oh, are you feeling all right? Can someone, can we have some, sorry, can we have some water over here? I don't think Jeremy Bossman is feeling too well right now. Maybe he's suffering with memory loss because he's just forgotten about my very good interview that I had with him moments ago where he offered me his job. <laughs> so a so a so a Jedi mind trick. Okay, it's a, a heist slash hack, and that's how you climb that corporate ladder. I think what you should do is walk into the interview room, refuse outright to sit down immediately. <laughs> Ooh, yeah, uh, take a seat. No, thank uh, you. I'd rather stand. No, not even that. Just no, <laughs> no, Graham. Yes, yeah, so yeah, you yeah, you stand up. Now we're all on the same level. 
You stand up, then you pick up their chair, and you stack it on top of yours, and then you sit on that. <laughs> Alex, no, I was drinking. <laughs> this interview's on my terms. <laughs> Jeremy, why do you think I'm good for this job? No, you bring in, you bring in a booster seat, just so you can be a little taller than me. Just put it down in the chair, really slowly, and like eye contact, the whole shebang. You, you buckle in, and you go, safety is my number one priority. Got a crash helmet on. Before they even have a chance to begin their sort of pre-introductory spiel, they even have a chance to introduce themselves, whack out a notepad really, really loud, like, make it so that, like, they're, they're, bl- they're blown away by the fact that you're being so ballsy, um, and then say, right, your name is, and then write that down, whatever they say, no, no, no. and then you look at the other person, mm-hmm. what's your name? Okay. And why do you think that I should join your company? Oh, I'd love that. But a key point to that is, if a standard notebook is like A5 size and a big notepad's A4, you need to pull out an A1 size notepad. It needs to be bigger than the desk. You need to like be able to push it towards them and go, oh, sorry, do you mind just... And then they've got to have it a little bit on their lap. They've got to move back. Then you take notes. (laughs) Yes. They've got to help you hold it open. Yeah, can we? Can <laughs> yeah. we re- in fact, can we rearrange this for next week? I'll get the projector. <laughs> um, I think a good intro is is as important as a good outro, and I think when you end it, no matter how it goes, you spit into your hand before the handshake. Yes, <laughs> you like wonderful. <laughs> but you know, mm-hmm. COVID and everything, you're going to be wearing a mask, so you've got to spit. You've got to hold spit your hand your up mask. in front of your mask. <laughs> Just fucking look him in the eye and just spit into your mask. You've got a hog and loogie into your mask yeah. with gusto. And then go, oop. <laughs> just oop. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> no, no, no. You take your mask off, but you miss your hand on purpose and get their shoe. <laughs> you take your mask off and you still spit into your mask. <laughs> <laughs> you just hold your mask in your hand. Same hand that you took the mask off with. You just go, and then shake the hand with the mask on. So it's not your saliva. It's not mm. saliva's not hitting you. It's <laughs> straight yes. to their hand. It's a deal. And then as, and then as you're leaving, what you do is you scoot out on your razor scooter. By the way, also very important thing: you've got to take your razor scooter. Yeah. And then you do a very. You've failed. And then you do a jump on it, but not the kind of jump where the wheels leave the ground. Just the bit where you jump and the scooter stays on the floor. It. <laughs> You get air, but the scooter doesn't. You've got to do okay. that. You've got to do a, a tail okay. whip on arrival. Mm, and don't hit your ankles. And the, as as you're leaving and, and scooting through the office, you just lean, look back over your shoulder and go, you'll hear from us. Have your people talk to my <laughs> people. <laughs> you point. You, you're one-handed scooting. You look back, you point. I'll see you on Monday. <laughs> <laughs> I'll see you motherfuckers Monday, baby. <laughs> You, you sit down and you, you start going through some questions and they feel you out and you feel them out and it's going really well. You like the sound of the company. You know, they're young, they're coming up. Things are changing very quickly. It's a very agile company, very re- proactive as opposed to reactive. And they're liking you. You've got the relevant experience. And, you know, you get to the, the very important question. Is the salary negotiable? And then you start working down. <laughs> Until you have agreed a criminally low wage. I will work for you for one pound per hour and no more. (laughs) And then you can get away with everything. You can get away with anything. Because, Rebecca, you were late to work today and you go, yep, I will call the police. You are employing me illegally. Ah, there you go. Now we've gone through interview scenarios, shall we go through how to answer some certain interview questions? And Alex, I am... Oh, is is this a role play? Well, I immediately have one in mind, and okay. I know what your answer would be. Um, and so, the, the, if the question were, Mr. Springthorpe, um, mm-hmm. could you please describe to us um, mm-hmm. your greatest weakness? You would say, nothing, because I'm capable of eating nuclear reactors, right? Well, first of all, I would have asked if I'm allowed to vape in here. You forgot that. <laughs> okay, right. <laughs> uh, can I vape in here? And then when they say no, do it anyway. <laughs> yeah, just carry on. No, just Power just put, put the big vape on the desk and just kind of go, ugh, fine, and then just pull out a very little secret sneak. No, just, <laughs> just turn the ohms down. Put, turn the ohms down so that you're ripping tiny little clouds. Tiny, little small. wispy clouds. Little perfectly formed nimbus clouds. Hi, Alex. 
very good luck on your interview. <laughs> and then he dissipates, um, dissipates Alex, into the room. Um, Alex, I'm sorry, um, but did a did a, a sentient cloud just come out of your vape pen? How I um, am how? dedicated to results, to getting results, <laughs> seeing results, player. having results. And what I wanted there was a sentient cloud to come out of my vape rig, and so it happened. And if you would like me to elevate this company from here. And you can't see because it's an audio podcast, but my hand is very low right now. All the way up to here. And now you still can't see it because it's an audio podcast, but it's still just a little bit higher. It's like a quarter of an inch yeah. higher than it was initially. Then I can do that for you. I can elevate your company from, from all the way down here to here. It's Okay, it's so um, just looking just looking at your um, CB, it says, it says here that you are... Um, and I'm speaking verbatim here. Mm-hmm. Invincible. Nothing can stop me. Um, all of your all prove it. all of the targets you set me a target. Just give me a task now, and I will complete it. Nothing can stop me. Do a flip, and then I do a flip. <laughs> <laughs> this is fucking. This is this is all. This is audio. Then I. No, Tom, you gotta you gotta Fuck, keep going okay. because the interviewer there has just do a flip and then I've done one and he's very impressed and now he's ready to test out the abilities. Just how far me. this can go. Okay. Why hey so, what, sorry, what what sorry, 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 sorry to sorry to interrupt. What was your name again? Oh uh, my name Mr. Uh, my name is Mr. View. my first name is Inter. Um. <laughs> can I call you Inter? Inter, why don't you ask me to do something that affects you? Why don't you ask me to make you do a backflip? Throws him out of a window. Can you? And that's it. It's fallen for my trap, and now I'm the boss. Okay, cool. Right. <laughs> okay, you're the interviewer now. Um, do you just guys add have on, any Tom, other just, uh, Sorry, Tom, just add on like a minute or two for your segment, just because we'll probably have to cut all of that out, because it's probably just nonsense. Yeah, just audio, audio nightmare, yeah. Um... <laughs> Um, Do you guys have any other like examples of questions to help the listeners out? I always like the um, what's your availability because the correct answer is just all of it. But I would like to like if I could do anything and I still get the job, I would be like, hey, I'm only available every third Wednesday, but only if it's a <laughs> five <full> minutes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm available for 16 minutes and 37 seconds, but on the 17th minute, if I'm not out of that building, I will implode <laughs> with the force of a thousand Newton stars. I like where this is going. Okay, okay. But that implies that okay. the interview's gone well up to that point, and they want to arrange well, a second stage interview. Yeah, of course. Mm. I've never had an interview and not got the job. A, a lot of interviews are, can you tell me about a time when? And I think we need to... Yes, yeah. Can... Right, we need to come up with... When asked, you need to be able to answer, can you tell me about a time when you've supported a colleague during a difficult time? Um, and then, you know, easiest one, you guys can use this anecdote, you know, spin it whatever which way you want for, you know, your own personal life. Maybe just like help it, helping a colleague, you know, get a come off in the toilet right quick. <laughs> yeah. I don't waste company time. It takes me 37 seconds to come. I'll come yeah. quicker than any of your current employees can shit. <laughs> In the time it takes you to dumpy, I will have dumped my load all over that seat. You can't talk about coming in it unless it's for a company. Oh, <laughs> company. That was a, no. Thank Very you. good, Alex. Very nice. Thank you. Is it, was it either of those things? Because I don't think so. Shut up. Yeah, yeah, fucking just like shut up. No, no c- c- comment afterwards. Just shut up. <laughs> Ultimate comedy. It's the strat. Shut up. Okay. I love that I the most. Boy. That's the joke I, I'm here I'm for. I'm getting very tired of this. Oh, okay. I meant tire as in like. Yeah, you know. and I, I took yeah. your bad thing and I spun it. Careful. As we mm-hmm. grow the podcast exponentially, we are going to need to hire a fourth person just for, you know, just as an intern. What qualities are we going to be interested in? In a oh, how fast can they come? Fourth member of the thirty-three percent majority conglomerate. <laughs> Actually, it can't be about come. Why? But thing is that um, so just to just obviously to stipulate to stimulate like, sort of live on air. No, stipulate oh, okay. that um, they they are only able to be the remaining one percent of the 
the, the podcast pie, right? Like that's how much input you're going to have creatively. The... Don't get excited. Yeah, they get to be the one percent minority. Yes, absolutely. Yes? In the contract, okay. that is stipulated. But what questions are we? Because it's going to be the three of us interviewing because we are equal partners interviewing one. Mm like 17 year old apprentice what is going to be really important for us to know about them are they gonna they've got to be funny oh we're actually being serious i was gonna say like a just smaller cock than mine um (laughs) (laughs) you know it's can't be bigger so a girl then (laughs) (laughs) a vagina have (laughs) yes someone with no cock that's the only way Okay, fuck me. This is... is, The worst thing about Alex's jokes is how proud he is of them. I only only tell jokes to make myself laugh. If anybody else hears them and finds them funny, they're cool. It's a side effect, isn't it? You're like, hey, listen, bitches, this isn't for you. Every time somebody laughs at my jokes, I'm like, hey, stop it. I'm not pet... Shush, this isn't for free. Not for you. (laughs) Okay, so what else... What, what else, else are we looking for? To ask ask mm. a newbie. Um, I mean, if we're being like actual legit, like maybe just some editing skills. Yeah, what are we hiring them for? Because like, we don't know if we want them to do editing. Just every bits and pieces. Are we bits having them bobs. fact check us? Because we should get somebody that doesn't believe the earth is round. We should get somebody that's just wrong. And they'll fact check us. Oh, an idiot. Yeah, we should get an idiot. But yeah, they've got, to be a, they've got to be a flat earther, anti-vaxxer. I'd like them ideally to be racist. <laughs> How, how do you know? How do you ask questions to uh, confirm stupidity? To confirm stupidity, you just slide them a coloring in book and say, "Just do your best and see what happens." Put put a pencil sharpener somewhere in the room and give them blunt crayons and just watch. Yes, actually, that's wonderful. Huh. Do we just set challenges for them? Here's a Rubik's cube. You have an hour. <laughs> Good luck. <laughs> well, no, I wouldn't be able to fucking do a Rubik's cube. <laughs> Yeah, but that's but fine. It, that's you're the fine. recruiter, we're Alex. Recruiting. You're not the one in... T- yeah, <laughs> it doesn't matter if you're able to do it. Yeah, I suppose so. Um, I've worked for people that definitely couldn't do my fucking job. Okay, well, I feel like if I'm honest with you guys, um, energy podcast energy right now, I'm running Slow. at about 6%. Um, Slow down a bit, huh? Mm, we peaked thinking, quite early, I think. We peaked when you said that. Right, did. Tom, do you remember earlier when you said the thing about the tire that you, when, <laughs> the, the tire <laughs> joke? Yeah, yeah, and the then, and, bit, then yeah. You, and then you did a word crime to me. That ever since yeah. that happened, it's been like the downwards bit of the podcast. Yeah, this has been everything since the first couple of jokes has been. We're on wound down. You know, we're we're cooling mm. down. How do we end the the podcast? I mean, this uh, this has been a podcast. It's been the thirty three percent majority. Thank you for sticking with us this long. If you've yes. made it to this point in the podcast, we appreciate it. Um, you know, give us a like on Instagram. Tell your friends about it. It really does help us out a lot. Any shares on any of our social media networks would be wonderful. Yes. Um, Thank you to our sponsors of this week, Hall and Ivy. Check them out on yeah. and our different voices saying the the places that you are, Ash. All oh, right, okay. Check it out on Instagram uh, at Hall and Ivy, on Facebook Hall and Ivy, and guess what? Etsy Hall and Ivy. Congratulations on the good naming conventions, Ashley. I've been your major nasty boy host, Tom Hutchinson. I've been your major victim boy host, Alex Springthorpe. I've been your passive, patient witness uh, host, Ashley Hall. Thank you for listening. See you next week. Bye. 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 <laughs> <laughs> it gets me every fucking time. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You too could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner.